Hey guys, Hotshot Ginger from Anime Podcasters here, here just taking just a minute or two before the actual episode to tell you guys something you may not know about. Anime Podcasters is actually partners with Anchor, and Anchor separates us into different podcasting apps where you guys can uh, go ahead and find us on Spotify, YouTube, and Anchor just kind of directs you guys over into that areas. And if you want to support us at the podcast, you can go ahead over to Anchor for uh, three, t- uh, three different tier uh, memberships a dollar a month five dollars a month or ten dollars a month in order to actually go ahead and help us and try to bring more episodes to you so again guys that's anchor.fm slash anime podcasters slash support and go ahead and help donate because please that actually really does help the podcast and help us get more episodes to you guys more often so thanks and enjoy the episode hi guys and welcome back to a brand new episode of Anime Podcasters. I'm your host, Hotshot Ginger, and with me I have our newest addition to the team, who we actually haven't done just a one-on-one before like this. Morel, how's it going? I'm doing pretty good, doing pretty good. Swamped with a lot of math homework, but other than that, pretty good. I feel like that would personally drain me if I'm being completely honest. And Jaden, how are you? Oh, right. He's not here. Wow, this is weird. All right. So, yeah, guys, this is actually a one-on-one episode. It's just me and Morel. Jaden has gone off to live among the Elks of Canada. He is just, he's followed one. He's joined with the moose. He has become one with them and has lived in a maple tree. I don't know where he is and don't know when he will return. Jaden, we wish the best. <laughs> God, I'm just pulling every Canada stereotype out. Am I? <laughs> hey, it's fine. It's fine. I'm Canadian all as right. well, and I say go for it. See, I have Canadian approval. We're fine. <laughs> it's all good. So, guys, today, me and Morel are actually going to be talking about one of the most, honestly, in my mind, one of the most nostalgic anime properties out there. Pokemon, but not like we've talked about before. You guys have heard us talk about Pokemon games. We're actually going to p- talk about the first Pokemon movie, uh, Pokemon, well, Pokemon, the first movie, Mewtwo Strikes Back. And I don't know about you, Morel, but this was a huge part of my childhood and probably like one of the first times ever as a kid, I was jumping up and down to see it at a theater. Yeah, um, for me as well, I also grew up with Pokemon as well in all shapes and form. The game, the movies, the TV show, but when I saw the very first movie and stuff like that when it came out, I've loved it and stuff. And I went back to seeing it and stuff like that. And I ended up get going and getting the um, extended edition. And there was one part of it that I didn't remember from the theorat- like from the theater re- release, which was the dream sequence. Uh, did you so, see? The, did you see that dream sequence? That's uh, that's what I was talking about because I was going over our notes a little bit here before the episode. Mm-hmm. I don't remember anything that you wrote down yikes what what well okay i know what you wrote down but i don't know what it actually is that you wrote down if that makes any sense yeah i guess yeah (laughs) so uh could you uh could you elaborate those points for me like the dream sequence like what actually was that like the dream sequence of when um the doctor is uh cloning mew's essence right like right let's call them the droppings of Mew because Mew is not dead, right? Right. They were calling it fossils, but really, it, it was probably, um, well, stuff, right? Yeah. Um, but like when it was probably the, the leavings was, of yeah, Mew, the leavings. But like when the doctor was was busy cloning and got Mew and stuff like that, there were three other Pokemon: um, Charmander, Bulbasaur, 
and Squirtle, but also the essence, literally a light essence of the doctor's daughter named Amber. I'm, I'm, and, I'm sorry, the essence of his daughter? Yes, the essence of her of his daughter, because it's not the body. It's literally a, a light. Okay. A light. Don't get me wrong. This anime anyway, and Pokemon especially, it's weird. But <laughs> Oh, yeah, it is. What does the life of, or the light of a doctor's daughter have to do with Mewtwo? Well, it's because, um, I, like, when Mewtwo is born and it's in this dream hyper state kind of thing, right? The right. daughter talks to Mewtwo through some sort of um, telepathic kind of, like, signal. Kind of like what Mewtwo does with everyone that, that he talks to and stuff, right? Right. But she's, talk, but she's like, oh, I didn't, know, I didn't know that Pokemon can talk to humans, to people like me. And then he's like, Pokemon? Humans? What are they? And she's like, oh, it doesn't matter if you think of yourself as a Pokemon or a human. It doesn't matter to me. It's kind of like Amber was kind of giving him kind of like a sense of idea, a sense of worth, a sense of... Like a sense of starting in the yeah, world, basically. Yeah, sense of starting like, in the world, yes. Welcome, but, welcome to the world. Here's your starter kit. Pokemon or this, human or this. It doesn't matter what you are. Yeah, it doesn't matter what you are. It's all the same to me. But like all the clones ended up did dying passing on kind of thing right yeah and because uh, and the doctor did end up well, messing up with um Mewtwo's mind by making Mewtwo forget all of that and because okay. of him because of the doctor making him forget all of that right right and starts to put him down this path where where Mewtwo starts to hate all humans and thinks that Pokemon shouldn't be put through this hell of fighting and stuff Cut to about an hour into the movie, and... Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll get there in a minute. Yeah. And, okay, I'm not gonna lie, that just makes this movie even more batshit, more confusing than it already is. Hey, it is. And I was... When I went and saw it, I'm like, wait, is this the same movie or what? Yeah, it's, it's a little bit different when you see, like, the original, and then, uh, like, just jump into a special, like, a special release version or an oh, extended yeah. version. It kind of... It kind of messes with you a little bit. So the other night when I was rewatching this, I realized how many similarities there were between Mewtwo and Shadow the Hedgehog. And hearing you talk about the daughter and giving Mewtwo like a, like a sense of start or like a sense of pr purpose and being just just further staples that because now I'm seeing the daughter is Maria and Mewtwo is Shadow the Hedgehog. It's even more con <laughs> it's even more just. Uh, I, I got to tell my friends about this after uh, we get off because they're not going to believe me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, you want to go on to one of the first topics. Uh, what yes. do you have in mind? Uh, we can talk about the whole thing of um, the Team Rocket part. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I I wanted to talk about this with someone for a long time because growing up, no one had any idea. My parents, no idea. Uh, Kyo, no idea. Why in the hell did Team Rocket show up to get the trio to the island? I know why on that. Like, that's not the confusing part. But why do they do it as Vikings? Like, out of everything else, why Vikings? <laughs> like, standard pirates weren't good enough? I have no clue. They could have just went and tried to beat other trainers and been like, Hey, we have this boat. Do you want to come with us? 
Yeah, or like, something. They they ended up becoming Vikings for some odd reason. I think Jesse just wanted to pull off like a Norse, uh, like a Norse accent. We want to get yeah. the Vakanuga. Or I just don't know that's why. Nor- that's Norwegian kind of thing. But N- Norwegian. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I don't know dialects or like regions or anything like that of the sort. But it just threw me for a loop just seeing Jesse James and Meowth all in Viking armor. And even further, when they all get hit by a big wave, their costumes in their entirety are washed off and they're just in their Team Rocket stuff. I know, right? <laughs> so, that that was a like lot of clothing that they were wearing that during that time. <laughs> it's like, this could have been so much easier for you to do if you were just trainers or something. You didn't have to go Viking. I, no. I enjoy that you did, but... This is a dramatic moment, and you're dressed as Vikings. I'm a little distracted. <laughs> well, also, plus, do you remember what, um, what was it? Um, Brock or Missy? Oh, I think that they're from Minnesota. That was, uh, that was Ash, yeah. Oh, yeah, Ash. Uh, it's like, Brock, um, Brock commented, like, I didn't know Vikings were still around. And then Ash just immediately goes, they mostly live in Minnesota. And it's like, um, so what, are we part of their universe now? I guess. I mean, they live <laughs> in Japan. So, and he goes to Hawaii later in the Alola region. Like, Alola is Hawaii. There's no... Yes. There's no no way it can't be. There's no doubt about it. But the fact that the regions are called different names and then Minnesota is just bluntly (laughs) name-dropped. Honestly, it makes me want to, like, visit Minnesota and see if there are Vikings there. Yeah, I wouldn't step a foot in Minnesota. Well, well, one for one... (laughs) Vikings are mostly Just, are mostly where the water is. There's no water. Yeah. There's like no. There's no water in wa- Minnesota. Water mass <laughs> over Minnesota. So, because I think Minnesota is a waterlocked state or a landlocked state, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Okay. God, I'm. I live in the states. You live in Canada, and you know that better than me. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Like I, I, I know a lot about certain things. My own country is not one of them. That's to sort of like that. Hey, I feel the same way over here as well. A lot of okay. times. Like, I'll, I'll just drop the stereotypes and like, what are you talking about? Maple syrup? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Maple syrup, eh? <laughs> Alright, um, right. who really arranged the creation for Mo- Mewtwo and why did they want, what did they want it for and stuff like that? So, like, I know that Giovanni wanted Mewtwo, but there has to be someone above Giovanni that, t- that basically told, like, Giovanni, right, to make Mewtwo. I, like, I really don't believe that. I don't believe that because I don't believe anyone is above Giovanni. Because like Giovanni is like the baddest of bad that that we know of for a really long time. Even in like multiple versions of Pokemon, he's still like the biggest bad guy aside from true a true. god of that region. <laughs> true, true. But like, and I and I mean Giovanni mainly wanted Mewtwo for the power. Like he wanted the world's strongest Pokemon. So he could have him under his under his uh, thumb, or to finally to have the power Ash. and the control, <laughs> or to finally beat Ash. He's like, yeah, I need to beat this ten year old boy, and I need something that can literally blow up an entire city block in order to do this. And my fire breathing dragon is not enough to do it. No, because he has his own fire breathing dragon. Yeah, his own fire breathing dragon. I have a water dragon, and that still didn't do it. He <laughs> beat me with an electric mouse. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like I, I, I can see where the theory comes from that maybe someone above Giovanni ordered Giovanni to have this made but I don't 
I don't believe that. I think it was just Giovanni's lust for power to commission, basically, scientists to have Mewtwo made so we had the world's most perfect Pokemon. True, true. So that, I mean, that's just my two cents. Honestly, there could be a whole different way of answering this. As far as Reno, maybe it was Nurse Joy. She just <laughs> wanted Mewtwo. Well, like, probably. she wanted Mewtwo to stand out from the rest of Nurse Joy's. <laughs> She wanted to be different, and she did it with this. Well, who knows? That could have that could have been an ultimate twist to the movie. <laughs> Nurse Joy was the real mastermind behind all this. She was just sick of everyone using the Pokemon Center just for like five seconds and not even saying hi. Oh, just God. Just every player in the world just going, yes, yes, ding, 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 ding. Okay, bye. Not even saying hi, not even saying thank you. She was just tired of it. Oh, yeah. All right. Can't really say I blame her on that. Um, <laughs> going to um, one of the other topics is... Uh, the yeah, doctor's messed up views to trying to bring his daughter, aka Amber, back. Um, it's in a lot of movies, it's really messed up when you try to play God, kind of thing, right? Yeah. And the doctor when when he lost his daughter, his wife found him with her with the essence of her that has her brain waves and stuff like that. And she's like, "What are you doing?" And she's and he's like, "This is our daughter. It has the same brain waves." And she's just like, "No, she's dead. You gotta you gotta like come to terms and everything else, right?" And I, I, again, you're on your own on this because this is the extended version stuff. I've never seen or heard of any of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, um, like it's just messed up because like him doing all this research and cloning and all this other stuff made him get noticed by Giovanni. And getting noticed by Giovanni um, and finding the excrements of Mew basically Leavings. then created Mewtwo, right? Right. So, but like the thing is, is that like he wasn't able to bring his daughter back, but he brought brought back Mewtwo. Like he brought Mewtwo <clears throat> into the universe. Oh God, and, he brought back his daughter in her rebellious phase. Oh, if only that would have been funny. <laughs> and then Mew. Well, I mean, kinda, because second Mewtwo wakes up, he kills everybody. That too. What's more rebellious than? Mer but also plus like i do have like a little theory to maybe put around your head kind of like for mm -hmm. this um like the daughter and stuff like that what yeah. if the brain waves intertwined with mewtwo's so that's why he does end up having kind of like what a soul or something like that near the end because right. he starts to remember starts to feel more passionate and starts to forgive and stuff like that right and that uh, and honestly then, and I ends up going with mew so like during like you could say is that like part of her lives with than Mewtwo. You could. I'm not gonna, but you could. <laughs> because I, I believe every Pokemon can come to terms with that themselves. Like, uh, take Charmander, for instance. Or when we first or found Meowth. Charmander... And, hmm? Or Meowth, because Meowth can actually or Meowth. talk. Yeah, and Meowth doesn't have a dead kid's soul in him, as far as I know. So he it, could. It, <laughs> he could. He very well could, but I don't think he does. And that's just my two cents. As far as I know, maybe a child sacrifice is needed for your Pokemon to have a soul. But Pikachu Pikachu has has passion, has empathy for like whatever he takes down. Like Pikachu stood up to Mewtwo because he enjoys being with Ash and mm -hmm. just saying you're wrong. There's a different way to do this kind of thing. True, true. And that's the same way that Mew was doing it because Mew is Mew is childish. Mew is playful and was just making Mewtwo see a different way of looking at things, other than I'm gonna drown the entire world. So that that's just how I think it. I think any Pokemon can grow empathetic and have a soul and that kind of thing. I don't think a dead child's soul is needed in this story. Well, that's just my own opinion around yeah, of course. Uh, the extended version and stuff like that, right? So... 
It, yeah. If I if I saw the extended version, I very well may change my opinion. But as far as I am now, that's where I stand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, one of your points. All right. Yeah. Um. Let's go ahead and uh, I want to talk a little bit about the nostalgia factor for this because I mean we briefly talked about it like in the opening of the episode. But was this actually your very first? You it probably was because you saw this the you saw this movie in theaters, right? This uh, your yes, first ever I, Pokemon movie. I did see it in theaters, but also um like. When as soon as it came out on DVD and stuff like that, I went and completely just bought it and saw it multiple times over and over again. Yeah, I I re I rewound the tape so many times. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I I had on VHS, <laughs> so um, I I've watched that tape so many times that it wore out. Um, it, it was just something special that something that you loved so much as a kid, like whether it was the show or whether it was the game, just got its own full length feature film and you could see it on a big ass screen after charging you like 24 bucks a ticket. <laughs> and I can say that I'm an ex movie theater employee, but it's, um, there, it, there's just something heartwarming and nostalgic and, and almost like prideful, I guess, for lack of a better word, just seeing something that you've been enjoying for years, finally make it there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean because, because like, um, going back to Nostalgia and stuff like that, one of mm -hmm. the Yu-Gi-Oh, one, like, remember those few Yu-Gi-Oh movies that came out, right? I, like, yeah. Though, I always went and saw them because I always loved Yu-Gi-Oh and like just nostalgia and stuff like that. I I I love going back to watching like remember the mo remember the TV show Martin Mystery. Marching Mystery? No, Martin Mystery. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> Sorry. <Okay. laughs> yeah, no, it's just um that's also one of those um old TV shows and stuff like that that, that, that I watched as a kid. And then okay. it, like remember like you know the Mandela effect where like you won't remember it as as when you first saw it as an adult. Yeah. Yeah. It it, it kind of went like because I couldn't remember the name until I was talking to someone and they mentioned it and then I quickly went and got it <laughs> just because I just because you remembered it yeah right? I remembered it yeah and I wanted to watch it again because I couldn't rem remember it it was sort of like a like you know when your mind goes blank and you couldn't remember anything of remember it remember yeah but, it, and then, but you do have memories of it yeah so it's but they're like, vague and you don't yeah. really know or re recall like anything about it you just know that you know it oh yeah that's yeah like literally was what happened for that for that tv show and like nostalgia and stuff like that it's a it's a wonderful thing just going back watching the movies and tv shows that you watched as a kid playing some of the games and stuff like that either on emulators yeah. or on hand copies of the games, it's, I, it's, I actually it's wonderful. I actually experienced experienced that a lot with uh, with Pokemon the first movie because I I watched it a lot as a kid, but then like growing up, like going through high school, I still I didn't really have my hands on a lot of Pokemon stuff because uh, just because I didn't get a lot of that kind of stuff growing up. But um, when I finally got like my own copy of Pokemon the first movie again, I kept it. I didn't rewatch it and just had it on the shelf it wasn't really until i got ready to move out of my parents place uh packing up boxes that i came across it again and rewatched it because i knew how much i loved it as a kid and just rewatching it there for the first time or for the second time really it just reignited all those feelings like towards pokemon towards some of these characters towards especially this story that i mean you you've seen some of my pokemon stuff that i have these days oh yeah like i have i have the pokemon ball control 
controller for Let's Go. I have almost every game that's come out. I we, we went to Build-A-Bear like three weeks ago or something like that. I have an Eevee that I made. <laughs> Ooh. Like it's 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 gotten a little out of hand, <laughs> but I feel like a lot of it is because of how much I love that movie and love that show and have just continued to love that franchise. And I want to believe it's the first movie that reignited that um, after watching it for so many years or having not watched it for so many years. Yeah, of course, of course. All right. Um, what if Mewtwo stayed with Giovanni? Like, what would have happened if he didn't, if uh, Mewtwo didn't leave Giovanni? I almost like, think he would have won. Like, just, he would have succeeded in drowning the world. Because Giovanni isn't in this for, like, like, I want to be the best Pokemon leader or gym leader ever. He wants to basically be king of the world. So, and I think with Mewtwo as his Pokemon, like, if he controlled Mewtwo as easily as a skilled trainer controls a Pokemon, I really don't think he would have an issue taking anything out. All right. Well, that's it for that topic. <laughs> well, I mean, what do you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what do you think? Is um, that what you think too? I, yeah, I think I think that with Mewtwo, you are literally the you can easily be the beast, the ruler of the whole entire Pokemon universe. Yeah, like all the other legendaries and gods be go, be done for. Mewtwo is literally the the newest essential god of the whole entire Pokemon universe. Yeah. I mean, I I mean, especially at his like phase, right? Of where he's berserk and he has like no control over his own power. Yeah. Uh, when, when I was rewatching this, I was actually rewatching it with, uh, with Yuki. Uh, long-term listeners of the podcast know who that is. Um, and she brought up uh, Arceus, like, against Mewtwo. And I just smacked that immediately down. I'm like, Mewtwo would cream Arceus. Arceus is really not that strong when you look at it. Like, he is the god of Pokemon. Yeah, but he's not Mewtwo. Nope. <laughs> Mewtwo would win. Even just look at Mew. Like, yeah, Mew's playful. Yeah. But he was, but Mewtwo was able to like Mew was able to hold up his own against Mewtwo. Yeah, Mew, um, Mew is still to this day my favorite legendary, and probably because of how playful she is. I've always called Mew a girl. Ah. I don't know why. It might just be because Mew's pink, and that's where my child brain went, and that's where it stayed. But um, like Mew, very playful. But when really when shit gets real, shit gets real with Mew. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And she will lay you down to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. But yeah, as far as Mewtwo saying with Giovanni, uh, Giovanni wins the world. <laughs> he just oh, wins. Yeah. I really don't think any, I don't think anything could really take him down because in the movie, we never saw anyone even get a hit on Mew, Mewtwo except for Mew. So like maybe and if what Mew you partnered with a trainer. Ash. <laughs> yeah. Have to punch him in the stomach. <laughs> yeah, it just... The the cojones on this kid <laughs> just yes he comes he comes back seeing all these Pokemon cloned against their will and breaking all of them free hearing that po- that Mewtwo wants to drown the world to give it a second start for his perfect clone Pokemon and the first thing he does instead of like saying Charizard flamethrower to everyone is run up to Mewtwo and just try to punch him <laughs> like it's incredibly stupid because earlier like thirty minutes earlier we. We saw Mewtwo lift a Rhyhorn and throw him across the table or a Gyarados. And here's Ash just going, I'm a punch him. 
What the hell did you think was going to happen, Ketchum? What the hell did you think was going to happen? I was actually laughing during that part. I'm like, what the heck? I I honestly was too when I first saw it. I was like, you dumbass. But there there is that like there is that like small child part of me that just was cheering Ash on. Like, yeah, I get him. Like like Ash was the hero in in the moment because he's standing up for everybody. Oh yeah. But but adult me is just like you stupid mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Because like, basically, he tried punching him once, or not once, but twice. And then twice was when Mewtwo said, Yeah, okay, enough of this, and just threw him into the ceiling. Yep. And then that's when he, like, he's Mew just stepped in and it's like, nope. Minorly annoyed. Yep. But still one of, if not, if not the most, one of the most standout moments in that movie. Just, just because of how stupid and or iconic it was of just Ash trying to punch Mewtwo. You know, it's like, why would you even try to like hit one of the Pokemon that like any Pokemon can easily like kill any human. Yeah. <laughs> and Ash like, just well, keeps on going up to them and saying, I'm going to punch you. I'm going to touch you. Poke, poke. Like literally, like I, I'm, Pikachu could I, easily kill him when they first met. I'm a catch it. <laughs> Wing. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, it's just kind of, uh, it's a whole thing. Yes, yes. All right. So All right. that's another iconic part of the movie is the is the clones versus the actual Pokemon and just uh, that song <laughs> playing. <laughs> yes, yes. So, um, like, uh, what's your favorite uh, Pokemon? Favorite Pokemon? Yeah, uh, favorite Pokemon. From this, the, from this, this from like this movie and stuff from this generation. Okay. Okay. Oh God, Kanto. Fine. Okay. Th- this answer changes probably every single time. Um, I'm really prone to Eevee and the Eevee evolutions. So like uh, Vaporeon, Flareon, Jolteon. Um, I really like Pikachu and Raichu. Probably, it probably is going to be Eevee and Eevee's evolutions from Kanto. Because, honestly, Eevee is just too adorable not to pick. (laughs) And that's probably why I have an Eevee just chilling in a box just behind me. Just (laughs) She's just sitting in a Pokemon shirt and she has a voice box. It's lovely. It's cute. (laughs) And I, I love the fact that with Eevee, like, if I'm going further into it, can evolve into literally almost any type. Like, you can choose what kind of trainer you want to be with an Eevee. But meanwhile, if I catch Pikachu, I'm just stuck with an electric rat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is true. I love the electric rat, but I have to be sure I want to be an electric rat trainer. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Eevee, I can just choose later on, and it's fine. (laughs) Yeah, I I feel the same thing about Eevee and stuff like that. But I've always loved, um... Was Skitty or Skitty? Skitty. Skitty wasn't Kanto, no. No, oh, no, Skitty is Johto. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it would be the same about, about Eevee and stuff like that, because, like, Eevee could be, like, literally any other type and stuff like that. Yeah. And, like, you can basically, like, set up a whole team at that point of just Eevee evolutions. Oh, I've and done just it. just be an Eevee I- trainer. I have played through Sword and Shield so many times with just EV teams. It's great. <laughs> but e- even though she's not in this gen, I want to go back here for a sec. Skitty mm-hmm. is your favorite Pokemon? Uh, yes. Skitty is my favorite Pokemon. Okay. Just because, like, back when I played Johto and stuff like that, I always named Skitty after my um, previous cat, Mocha, and stuff. Okay. And it's just, that's... Skitty just stayed with me in my mind as being one of my favorite Pokemons from any version. Sadly, I cannot get him in um, Shirt and Shield, sadly. For right now, you might be able to in uh, Scarlet and Violet when it comes out. Oh, I sure hope so. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> I I just I it just threw me for a loop. I've never met anyone whose favorite Pokemon is actually Skitty. <laughs> well now you have. So like Skitty's <laughs> cute. I was just surprised. Alright. Um uh what if uh, Mewtwo right. had won? Like um won his battle. What a, like what if he won with his one against, against um Ash and the other trainers and their Pokemon? What if he won? Yeah. So like let's say let's say he beat Mew or like Mew never came to intervene or anything like that and yes. Mewtwo and his clones just rushed Ash and the and Sand Pokemon like they said they were gonna. It's uh honestly, if he actually did carry out his threats and flooded the world aside from the uh aside from the clone Pokemon there, I really don't know what else he would do because the world would be flooded and like eventually dried out and everything. Would he go back and look for like corpses or remains of former Pokemon and reclone them and just repopulate the world with the uh, with clone Pokemon and that's it, they'd wander the earth like kind of like dinosaur times, but with Pokemon. Well, because yeah. that's where my that's where my mind goes. Like he actually does reset the world, but he would still need he would need his lab rebuilt in order to actually clone the other hundred and some odd Pokemon that didn't get cloned before the uh, before the island exploded. Yeah, true. But also, plus remember, he's the one that built the new. Um, tr- uh, cloning facility, right? Right. So he, he actually could do yeah, it. So he could do it, unless he had Nurse Joy do it. Well, which, Nurse Joy I mean, was he was there, still in control. But like, yeah, like he was still in control. So he he was telling her what to do because yeah, Nurse Joy probably so doesn't he was know still how in charge to clone. of everything. Okay. So so yeah. Well, maybe he just needs a ditto. Maybe he just needs to find a ditto, and these Pokemon just have themselves a good old time. And there you go, Pokemon repopulated. Well, he could have been a ditto because remember, dittos are the um, messed up clone versions of Mew. Yeah, because they have every every Pokemon DNA. Yeah. So yeah, he there's a little bit of ditto in him. Yeah. I don't I don't want to think about too far about that aspect though, because then that just goes into a dark place very quickly. Oh yeah, you got <laughs> a friend in me. Yeah. No, we're a uh, well, Jane's not. Hey. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, so um, Mewtwo's dream state um, of like gr- of him growing up sets up the theme of the whole movie because when we like at least during the extended version, um, he is basically like a kid in a sense coming into this world, having a friend and Pokemon there, and being all playful. Um, like, knowing, like just learning of what to do and what not to do and stuff, right? Right. Um, but then when he when they pass on and or aka you could say grow up, right? Right. His mind gets wiped by the doctor to the point where he is an adult. He doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know what's right and wrong. He doesn't know like a lot of stuff and um. Because they, because the doctors didn't really care about that. Yeah, they the, just cared about making the world's most powerful Pokemon. Yeah, of course they they didn't care at all. But like that set, like that sets up the theme of the movie because, well, more in rever- reverse. Because when he blows up the island, he is he is he is basically going in reverse. Because when he is with Mew, the club Pokemon, going off and stuff like that, right? That's him going back to the same state that he was 
with knowing what to do and what not to do, having friends who are there to talk to him and stuff like that, right? Right. That's, yeah, it's like, it's set, it's setting up the theme of the movie, but going in reverse. That's what I'm basically trying to get at. Okay. Well, because uh, in, in the standard version, at least, so Mewtwo starts waking up and people are talking outside. It's, it's just the scientists and everything. And even after the vial explodes, um, like everyone just doesn't care that Mewtwo just exonerated that much power. They're just congratulating each other, not even paying any attention to him. It, it's like a kid just sitting alone on a bus stop or something like that. And adults just like talking about their day and not paying any any mind or attention or anything like that. Like they do not care about you. You were just a thing to them. And like that, that's to me, at least that's why Mewtwo started hating humans in the first place was because humans only saw him as a tool or an accomplishment or something to use and not like an equal or anything like that. Hell, even the trainers, uh, when they came to New Island, were just like a Pokemon can't be a Pokemon trainer. But that just like immediately gets slapped down after it's revealed that he's controlling Nurse Joy. That is it's like, yeah. That's true. It's like, okay, I don't really care that you're a Pokemon. Now you're terrifying. I'll, I'm going to try and catch you and everything else to a Pokemon, but you're a genuine threat. <laughs> <laughs> well, what he, what you can say is that he has a human trainer. <laughs> yeah. So he's a human trainer. So Ash sends in Charizard. He sends in Nurse Joy. Hmm. Who's going to win? Well, but, who knows? Who knows what kind of like special abilities Nurse Joy has? <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. Nurse Joy attacks. She calls in all the n other Nurse Joys from all the other regions. It just builds a wall of joy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, wall of joy! Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and with the, I mean, with Mew coming in and talking to Mewtwo at the end, it and opens his heart and sees the the empathy and seeing how like when the clones are fighting the normal Pokemon, there's no sense to the fighting. They're just fighting to fight. Like, yes, yes. they fight to get closer and they fight to like bond with their trainers. But this is just brawling. Yeah. Like a, brawl, a bar brawl. A, and there's no point. A to royale. It. Yeah. And they're getting exhausted and almost to the death and everything like that. And Ash does die. So, <laughs> hey, that that goes to um, like a a thought of this on this theory and stuff like that, because I thought about this a lot while watching the last part of it. It's, um, and I know the theory because it, it's been a very popular theory, especially in the Pokemon fan base in general. Yes, yes. Go ahead. But do you think when Ash dies during the um, like during the last part of the movie and stuff that he did go to heaven where he continues to continues his dream to become a Pokemon master since it's what he loved to do any any like he loved doing it when he was alive so that's why he does he never ages and uh will never actually finish his journey because he keeps on going to all these different regions and stuff right so like right. and he doesn't really become a master in any region he honestly as, I, when he finishes um whatever the elite fours and stuff right he just go moves right. on to the next um the next region and Pikachu goes back down to like level like like let's say, let's say level five. He gets a huge power power decrease. We don't really until he's like closer to the end of every region. We start seeing his old Pokemon. Like a few times we saw Charizard back in the universe, like his original Charizard and so forth. Right. Right. Like um like what are your thoughts about 
him going to heaven and because he's in heaven, he continues his dream of becoming a Pokemon master. I'll be honest. I would back this theory up a hundred percent if it wasn't for Pokemon sun and moon and Pokemon journeys. Cause the opening for, uh, the opening for journeys shows Ash back home in, uh, in pallet town. And it's panning over a whole bunch of like replica and a whole bunch of memories from uh, adventures past. Like, even though he doesn't take anything from any of them, but I digress. It's still showing that all those adventures have happened. And in Sun and Moon, um, at the end of at the end of everything, uh, Sun Professor Kikui starts making a Pokemon League for uh, the Alola region, and Ash becomes champion. So like. Technically, he is the master of a region, and that actually does come back in uh, in Pokemon Journeys. But like the fact that he doesn't age and everything like that, yeah, I I can t- I don't really know another way to explain that other than he did die, and this is just him li- uh, living next lives. But there's also rumors uh, going around that in the next Pokemon series going on, like not Journeys after Journeys is over. Uh, Ash won't be the main character anymore. Mm, so I could be remembering that wrong. I told Yuki the same thing last night, but if memory serves, they're starting a whole new character in a whole new journey. That'd be kind of sort of sad seeing him go, but I, a little bit. Yeah, I do. Rem- I honestly, I honestly thought he was going to go after sun and moon because he had finally become a Pokemon champion. And that was the first time it happened. Even when it happened, everyone on Twitter and on internet in general just exploded. Like, after 10 years, our boy finally got a W. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, plus, like, if they're just doing doing this now, they actually have the thought about that when he, when he dies in the in this movie and stuff. They were that going... That it was going to be someone else? No, yeah, that they were going to, like, set up someone else for the story and stuff like that and replace okay. Ash kind of thing. And the, and um, I do remember them um, saying is that, like, they were actually going to have the movie stop up, stop off there and have someone else take on the role of being Pikachu's trainer. Okay, that's and stuff. Yeah, that feels like it'd be a little much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like I I feel like if if Pokémon the first movie came out today, I feel like that actually would be a direction they could take because kids cartoons today go a lot more like permanent with a lot of their choices that their characters make. Oh yeah. Instead of just like immediately backpedaling, like, oh, just brought back by the tears of friends <laughs> and just didn't want to do that back then. Because let's be real, when we were a kid, we didn't want to see Ash die. But like kids, kids today have seen characters that they've grown close with in shows, like not the main character, mind you, but like other side characters that they've gotten attached to either having left or having died or just something else horrible having happened to him. So I that's that's what I believe. I believe if this came out today, we would have actually seen Ash die in that movie. That is true. That is true. I I, I just love it of how like they had to Ash go on for this long and and adults like us, we've grown up with Ash as being yeah. the face of Pokemon and stuff, right? Yeah, and, and it's it, and it will be a sad day when we see him gone. And I I fullheartedly believe that like even though we're a lot of the fans are like, please just let him achieve his dream or like, please let him die or like something. It's still going to hurt to to see him go. Like when Naruto finally became Hokage, 
I was thrilled for him, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, wait, he did it. Now what? And then we got Boruto. Oh, yay. <laughs> oh, God. We're going to get like Ashes and Misty's kid in the next one, aren't we? Oh, God. Well, we could. Or we could get someone entirely different not having to do anything with the main cast. Um, Come on, it's Gary's an kid. <laughs> no, I don't want anything to do with Gary. No. Well, do remember that we saw him in like the part of this movie where he was battling against Mewtwo. Yeah, he was there for a very split second. I'm like, but, ha. Yeah, that was <laughs> undeniably it, Gary. I, I'm, I was just laughing. I'm like, ha, <laughs> you lost. That's kind of what I did, too, because I'm like, Gary's a dick, so don't really care. And I'm pretty sure that, like, after, like, he went up against that, he probably tried to, like, log Mewtwo, but it didn't come up. So he had, he probably could have called, like, hey, Oak, um, yeah, we have a problem. Or, hey, Gramps, I need help. I don't think Gary is that responsible just saying, hey, I discovered a new Pokemon. He's not going to care. He's going to want to battle it or catch it. He doesn't record it and he doesn't report back to Oak. Ash does that. Well, because so, Ash is a responsible trainer when it comes to filling out the Pokedex. So what are you saying? He's a, a responsible adult? <laughs> no, because he's no. a 10 year old child. <laughs> well, if, well, well, what you could also say is that he he could be like a, he could have like the mindset of an uh, adult, even being in a body of a child. I mean, he could, but I don't want to give Gary Oak any credit here. OK, <laughs> I, know, I know. I know. So that's that's what I'm setting on. All righty. All right. And with that, I think think that just about wraps this uh wraps us up for the day if you want to go ahead and give uh, closing thoughts um closing thoughts we'll start is that down i've i've loved pokemon as a whole i've loved all the pokemon movies um i wish i could 1v1 you right now but i can't <laughs> but uh yeah that's what it for me what about you okay honestly the same um pokemon like i like i said in the, uh earlier on Pokemon the first movie probably reignited my love of Pokemon in my later on adult life. But like Pokemon as a franchise, be it the movies, the shows, the games, the card games, the plushies, the merchandise. I it is a huge part of my life and I love every every time I boot it up in any regard. And I feel like a large part of that is because of this movie. And I love this movie probably the most out of all the movies that have come out from it. And I'm not just saying that because it's the one I've most recently watched. I do genuinely believe it is the favorite one. It is the only one that has Pikachu's vacation, so it also has that going for it. <laughs> all right, so Hotshot, where can people find you? I guess you can go ahead and find me right here. I am back on Anime Podcasters, so you guys can find me right here on the podcast be it uh, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you guys are listening. You guys can find me over on my channel on YouTube, uh, Hotshot Ginger, and over on Twitch, where I have taken quite a bit of a hiatus, I will admit, and but I will be back soon, uh, getting back to Let's Plays and joining you guys in the community and just hanging out with you. So, uh, Mural, how about you? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can find me on um, Instagram, Facebook, and also Reddit under Morel Coval, and for Twitter under Runes Michael. All the links will be in the description below. And that's about it. All right, guys. And with that being said, that, yeah, no, that wraps us up. So if you'll excuse me, I got to get back to catching them all. There is over 900 of them. Over 9,000 almost. Well, I I'm pretty swear sure to God, the day, they have, the day they have over 9,000 Pokemon, 
I will either die a happy man or I will give up. Yeah, I'll just give up trying to catch them all. I'll, I'll just be missing one. Just one. All right. Bye, guys. See you guys.